Welcome to My Father's House podcast, featuring the anointed teaching ministry of Pastor Jose Boveda. Pastor Jose's vision working with the local Metro Police Department, county commissioners, and vendors to the Southeast Las Vegas community has been instrumental in seeing the worst crime areas in the state of Nevada drop 43%. This prompted Christian International to choose My Father's House as Church of the Year in 2018. Hi. I'm Pastor Tony Gandula, and I've enjoyed the mentorship and guidance of Pastor Jose for over 40 years. So get ready, and now you too can be mentored and inspired in your walk with Jesus. I was going through, again, hell, and was, this was because of what I was preaching. Let me tell you guys something. I was talking to a friend of mine, a pastor, just a little while back. And basically I was saying, how do you get your revelation? I was waiting, I was looking for the word fasting. It never came up. I was looking for the word, I locked myself up with God. You got it? It never came up. I love this brother. I mean, I love this brother. Sometimes we prophesy because we think we have to. Especially if you're in an area of leadership. People, you've prophesied and it's come to pass, so people come to you. You know, when I went back into business, and that's because it's not going to hinder the work of God, I looked at, I mean, you know, I wanted to clear the table right away, and I said, this cannot hinder the work of the Lord, what I'm doing for God. Because if it does, God will curse it. There'll be no money made. If I'm involved, it'd be better for me just to jump out. And the second thing I said is, I want you to know that I'm not a rabbit's foot. Have you ever noticed how you, a lot of people walk up to Buddha and rub his belly? Right? I don't want anybody touching my belly. I'm very personal. <laughs> you know, don't come. You know, you can give me a hug, but I don't know. This, don't, don't mess with my belly. <laughs> how I managed one of the ways that I managed to get away from the hell I was going through was to go canoeing. You don't get your mind off of stuff. Got it? Get on the Colorado River and go canoeing. All of a sudden, you can't think about nothing else but what you're doing. And this is a, uh, I like the two-man deal. You got it? One guy, the guy behind, really does the main steering. 
and so forth. So there was a guy in the church, I still remember his name, Lee Nesky. He had the latest canoe. I mean, this thing was the most expensive, most beautiful. And when I saw his canoe, I said, this is it. This is my canoeing partner that I've been praying for. Wrong. I meet this wacko. As in wacko, wacko. And he has a canoe. Nice, but nothing like Lineski's. And I said, um, a few things, we talked back and forth. We had a mutual friend, you know. And I said, well, I want to get into canoeing. Notice I didn't tell him I want to get into canoeing to get my mind up the hell that I'm going through. Through. We went down the Colorado River. He would always torment me. He was an atheist. I thought that God would send me Lineski, the best canoe. This guy was an elder in the church. No. The guy that tormented me is the one that God sent. He didn't really send him to torment me. He sent him to do a work in me. When, when, before I was saved, and I even hate bringing this up, but I want to get a point across is, one of my mentors told me this, and this was not a very nice guy. He wasn't mentoring me on planting flowers and how to make them grow quicker than the average flowers. And he looked at me and he said this, he said, never threaten a man. You do it. If you want to survive in this, in these circles. Never threaten a man. You do it. Got it? I'm canoeing. What does this guy do? How he had fun was mocking me, mocking my faith. I mean, mocking. I'll tell you the truth. One day, see, when you're going down the river, sometimes there's little veins. And he was making fun of me and calling me all kinds of things, laughing. I finally got the hang of it, and I started messing with him too. You know, where you sit there and think about what to say to an atheist to mess with his mind. <laughs> you know? But I remember looking down that one vein and going, I could just talk him into going down that vein and he could have an accident. I'm a Christian and I go, no, get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> get thee behind me, Satan. But he got saved because of the mustard seed faith. Let me tell you what happened. We were in the middle of a storm that was 
spears. We managed to find a little beach that we just aimed the canoe and thank God there was a little curve on the river. And there's that little island. And I, you know, and I screamed at him, go straight. We're going straight. We're going right into that beach. Of course, it was just a little beach and it was cliffs that we were not going to be able to climb up. Got it? Before that happened, he goes, pray. And I said, what? He said, pray now. And I go, really? And he goes, now. Water was coming in. I'm talking rocks. You name it. All of a sudden, there's a little beach. We shoot right in. Sure enough. We land. He goes, I go, praise God. Look what the Lord has done. He goes, look what the Lord has done. Do you know how long this beach has been here? What do you think, that God just made a beach here? You know that God had not just made that beach? He was absolutely right. Because God was about to freak him and me out. That beach, he was right. That beach had been there for who knows how many. Hundreds or thousands of years. I don't know. But I got so mad at him. See, sometimes a mustard seed comes in anger. But it's righteous anger. It wasn't to beat him up or anything. Although I had won it too many times before. <laughs> and I got so angry. And I said, God, I've had it with this guy. And the Lord said, Go out, stand on over there, and I want you to command the wind and the storm, the waters, to stop. Say, peace. Notice what Jesus said. I was so angry. You know, and this is the, do you know that there's a righteous type of anger? Like when Jesus was in the temple. See, I wish God would let me go after Sean with a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so angry that I said in the name of Jesus, the son of the living God. Peace. I had longer hair. And it was, you know, whoosh, and all of a sudden, it went like this. I kid you not. Whoosh. And I heard a voice say, oh, my God. And I said, what did you say? <laughs> he said, oh, I said, oh, my God. The storm, in, I'm, we're not talking 30 seconds. You know what I'm talking about? I can't tell you exactly. All I know is that my hair is blowing and it went, Shoo. 
In both of those incidents, I was overwhelmed by the presence of God. So overwhelmed that all of my senses, normal senses, had no control whatsoever with what was going on. Now my inner man was completely hooked up with it because, man, I'm telling you what, I, if I ever needed to uh, prove that Jesus was inside of me, I felt him inside of me in such a way, you know, got the Holy Spirit, I, it was like... So I shared all of this with you. Yes, I know, I'm sweating. Is that no matter what you're going through, I'm going to do the work of God. Did you get that? I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if the sun shines out. Hot or cold. I don't care if the devil's smiling, laughing. I don't pay much attention to him. But we're going to be working on something powerful. And I just want to read you one verse. Yeah, I... And I had, you know, I shared with Tony, and he shared this on Wednesday. And then I'm letting you go. Micah 2.13. Do you see it on the back? There is a name that God only uses. Under the most extreme circumstances. I don't know if you know this. But God's main weapon is his name. In the name of who? How about the Lord of hosts? What does that really mean? The Lord of all the hosts. You know what that means? Satanic and good. Jehovah Jireh. What is that for? provider do you know in the Bible when it says I am the Lord that healeth thee in the Old Testament do you know that that's a signature it's not a group of words that's one of his names I am the Lord that healeth thee now I'm not going to pay attention to all the stuff that's going on around me. But I'm going to be focused on loving Jesus more, first of all. And are you ready? What God has named himself in the situation. Listen to this. When you apply what God has named himself in a situation, you have applied that part of God that will totally conquer that area. Hallelujah. You understand, Tina? Hallelujah. Understand, Gloriana? Mariana? 
Hallelujah. The two peaches over there. I, you know, I have weird names for people. <laughs> Joe and Joanna. Listen to this verse. He has a name called the breaker. Let me tell you something. Don't pay attention to, oh, the devil is, has a stronghold. I've been in places that were the devil's, devil's stronghold. You know what God had the audacity to tell me? He said, a stronghold is a place that my church hasn't attacked yet. That's the only reason it's a stronghold. Well, you know what that meant, right? Jose, attack. <laughs> Quit looking at how big the strong is. And... See, people think that Satan can protect his work. No. And you have to go through this nonsense of... Uh... No. I want you to show me the closest thing where Satan was able to hinder and and when you know the only reason Satan hinders things is because we let him now the testimony of Joel and Cookie you know I want to I want to have you guys share that testimony about your girl you know in the accident that just It was awesome. But here it is. Micah 2.13, are you ready? The breaker is gone up before them. Look out! You know who let them out of Egypt? You know why Egypt couldn't handle him? I'm just making it plain. Egypt could not handle him. Because a breaker showed up. And he broke every part of Egypt that had any type of authority. The only reason they stayed it that long was because that's how big of a work that God needed to do on them. But listen to this. The breaker has gone up before them. They have broken... F Who? They have what? Broke forth. And passed on to the gate. Didn't he lead them to the wilderness? Who went ahead of them? The breaker. The breaker. You know, the Ark of the Covenant went before, before them. And are gone out thereof, and their king is passed on before them, and Jehovah at the head of them. 
the breaker. Not putting the brakes in the brake. The breaker. Now, Tony, I would like for you to share the two testimonies and share the scripture that I just shared because I want the second group to get exactly what the first group got because next week we're going to jump into this mustard seed stuff and the breaker the breaker came and in those two situations I was going through hell I saw the two biggest miracles in my life I'll never forget it ever and they have been a part of my foundation. They're a part of my foundation right now. Thank you for listening to My Father's House podcast. You can listen to more by subscribing to My Father's House Church at Google Play or Apple iTunes. You can donate to help reach our world by visiting us at mfhlv.com and check us out on Facebook at My Father's House Las Vegas and YouTube. Thank you, and may God bless you richly today.